on Victoria Day. Are we not amused? No, of course we're not. Never. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Raise your voice. Well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast that hopes you're enjoying this glorious long weekend. Look how glorious it is. Uh, we are sure mm. that you're enjoying the cottage or the beach and that you have plenty of fireworks for your giant gatherings. Actually, no. Please continue to stay the fuck home. Stay the Thanks. fuck home. On this week's show, we talk about the potential single-site solution, say that five times fast, for the CanPL. Take a look at the weekend that was in world football. Chart our personal careers in football and more. And now this week's panel. Waving at his waving queen, say hello to Duncan Fletcher. Hello. Are you doing the wave? Yes. Let, let, let's say yes. Let's say that you are. Let's just go yes. with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, baby, he's a firework. Welcome to Mark Hinckley. Ooh. Master of the Foley work. Ah. Trying. Yes. Look at the colors. I'm just excited for the return of outtakes. <laughs> keep, keep listening, folks. <laughs> Fine. Going all the way through. Fine. I'll put it in. So this uh, makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now you have no choice. <laughs> Welcome to Walshy. It's Tony Walsh. I'm twirling my Victorian mustache in my steam engine. Ooh. On my way to buy some humbugs. How appropriate. Good sir. Indeed. Uh, as for me, I have sparklers. No fireworks, but I do have sparklers. So, uh, yeah, that's my level of excitement for the day. I am your host, Kristen Knowles. Now to this week's show. What are you going to spell out with your sparklers? Boobs. Uh, good nice. one. Yeah. I do that with a calculator. Two on yeah. <laughs> First up on this week's show, it's time for some CanCon. Um, really, it's all CanPL stuff. So, first up, welcome to the single site season. Uh, nice. Football slowly trying to come back. Uh, in some leagues, it's been business as usual. In others, they're playing in empty stadiums and trying for some kind of social, physical distancing when they're not on the pitch. Uh, I did really enjoy... Um, seeing the refs do the old kid and play, you know, instead of like bumping elbows or shaking hands, it was the whole, you know, foot tap. It was very funny. I like um, the guy who uh, threaded the needle too. Yes, that was good. <laughs> uh, where in North America, the single site solution is what's been floated. Uh, MLS is talking about it uh, as well as the NBA and NHL, but also now in the Campiel. During the Otleti virtual supporters chat gathering the other day, 
League Commission, Dave Clanahan, spoke rather enthusiastically about adopting this option in order to have some kind of season. Um, and yeah, the, you know, we're really looking at this, we're rather excited about it, and things are starting to move, and we think it'll be really entertaining for our fans. Um, you know, it's something, right? So if this is the choice, you know, that they, that they go with, what is, what is a realistic solution location wise? Like we, we sort of, we've talked about this a little bit, you know, we talked about them playing out in BC somewhere just in terms of temperature, right? Like it's temperate, it's somewhat, you know, you isolate them on the Island or whatever, but are there enough places for them to play? It's not as though uh, Pacific's, you know, well, facilities are massive. Yeah, it's not just about um, playing, they would just have the training to... and everything as well. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, tra- training is probably easier to find. I mean, but they... there's, got, there's got to be enough, like, you know, school yes. grounds, recreation grounds. Exactly. Um, but like... I, I'm com- com- I'm com- uh, I can't remember if uh, their stadium has uh, 3G or if it's natural. The turf. Anyone? Anyone? Um, no idea. I can't remember that. either, but I seem to remember. I don't think it's fully natural because I, I think that's one of the reasons why it sometimes looks weird when you watch it on yeah. TV. So for wear and tear, if they had a 3G turf, then you could have multiple matches in that stadium. It would just be a bunch of very strange. Uh, um, it would be know, like scheduling. That, you know, when we were in, in elementary but, school playing. Yeah, but there's only, listen. There's only eight clubs. So yep. you do a you do a Friday night, a Saturday, Sunday, and you go back to backs, and you're done, right? So it's not mm-hmm. that. So using the mm-hmm. stadium isn't so bad, but yes, the training facilities may be. Uh, but again, More problematic. Again, it's all about scheduling and stuff. Temperate, uh, temperature wise, yeah, probably you get the most bang for your buck. I mean, what are we looking at, really? July, November. If well, squeezing. that's if they even go that long. Yeah, exactly. I, so. I don't think anyone's... I, 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 I don't feel like they're looking at this in a... We're going to have an extended season. Um, mm-hmm. That's something I, I threw in here after in terms of what's going to be enough games. But let's look at sites first. The other part for BC would be um, somewhere uh, in Burnaby, Vancouver area. Because there, there are lots of facilities, but there's also a lot more people... A lot less isolated, Swangard. Swangard, mm-hmm. you know, like, and there's but, history there as well. But the problem, but there is a big problem with BC in general, and that's the time. Exactly, thing. exactly. Mm-hmm. That'll make it more difficult for, for eyeballs and such. Um, yeah. The one we've sort of people have joked about, but also been serious about, is Winnipeg. The Orlando of Canada. They have the facilities. Winnipeg <laughs> man. Does that work? Nice. That totally works. <laughs> Manitoba do, man found. Do they have like facilities? I mean, there's obviously it's like the the stadium where the the Peggers play, which is you know big on plastic, so that's good. But you know, do they have like facilities to be having you know eight different teams based around Winnipeg in a quarantine kind of situation? They do actually. Okay. Um, they have like a there's there's like. There's the Winnipeg soccer complex. Um, What's that for the Pan Ams? Uh, something like that. Yeah. It's, it's anyway. It's it's a thing, um, and 
they have like multiple multiple fields, multi use stadium. Um, there's multiple pitches. Like there's it's a it's a, it's a thing. Complex. It's a proper complex. Okay. And could work then. Could work. Um, it's not, uh, and it's whatever FIFA certified, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so they have, again, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a solid facility. Um, but it was also used, uh, was one of the host cities for the, for the women's world cup, which is one of the reasons why it was there because there were all those options. So, you know, and I don't know, Manitoba doesn't have the worst weather. Manitoba is not, you know, Winnipeg's a big, big, bigger city, but I don't know, like it's in terms of having room for people to, for teams to train and that sort of thing. It's not a terrible idea. It is sort of funny to think that the whole Canadian soccer season might be played out in Winnipeg, but mm. um, like where else is there? Is no, there? I mean, I mean, as far as you know, what we talked about before about you know the time zone and everything, it's the most equitable, I guess. Um, yeah, it's just hey. You're moving to Winnipeg for three months yep. without your family yeah. or friends yep. or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now I'm taking a 20% pay cut to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. 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 I have uh, to... you... Sorry, go ahead. Where else could it be done? Toronto Island. Yeah, well, I'm sure the airport's not really doing anything. You know, there's only a few people live there. Kick them off. Put all the footballers there and keep them there. No ferries back and forth or anything like that. And how are they going to catch this? They're not. Sounds like a reality show. Like Perfect. Monkey Island. Yeah. Uh, you know, Thousand Islands. There's got to be some big island somewhere that uh, you know, that could, could do this. Point Peely. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. But, but, but funny enough, like, you know, maybe picking a completely neutral venue is the fairest thing. Probably. Because, you know, not putting it in any, in any one of the club's uh, grounds is probably, uh, you know, that takes away any... Not that there'd be fans anyway. Perceived bias. Yeah. I mean, although if you want a place that has absolutely no chance of humanity coming here, you play them at York 9. Hey-ho. <laughs> uh, well, the Ontario Soccer Center is there. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, right. I, yes, Vaughn. Yes. I, think, I think part of the... Part of the but thing that, that would require... You know, cooperation. Anyway, sorry, sorry, Mark, go ahead. No, uh, one of the things that I can't... Like, that I keep coming back to is like the whole hosting of the teams. Where are you going to put them up? And unless unless there's some universities that have already kind of said, we're not going to necessarily open up September 1st, then you've got dorms that will lay dormant. That wasn't meant Yeah-ho. to be a pun. Wasn't meant to be a pun. Uh, but they're, you're, you're just so good at this, Mac. You're I'm just, crushing It's this. just natural. Yeah. It just comes yeah. to him, yeah. Uh-huh. He doesn't even know he's doing it. Don't exactly. even have to think about it. Uh, it's, it's a gift. So the... Uh, Basically, you've got a bunch of rooms ready to go that are functional as far as being able to house large numbers of people. Um, so uh, to me, it's to me, the this is going to lean towards a university, not to say that obviously Winnipeg has a university, but then it becomes how close is everything? Do you really do you want to be busing teams back and forth or could they effectively walk to walk to the stadium, walk to the fields? wherever they're going to practice, wherever they're going to play. I imagine there's some combination that 
out there that works in a couple different ways, whether that's at a university or college, whether that's at you know Winnipeg or Victoria or again at that neutral site. But I I feel like the su- the surprise will be for me that it's not going to be hosted at some university, would whichever one that may be. Um, my the other the other thing that I I can't get past is is there a lot of clamoring for this to come back in this way? Like I can understand, I can understand the Bundesliga to a certain degree because there's there's some hefty TV contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, who's who's going to be appeased sponsorship wise from this going forward? Like I imagine Media Pro's got a a big stake in this, obviously for for what they've paid for, but. Is there that much revenue going to be generated from having any games versus having games at, you know, your home fields? Uh, I, I'm, it's it kind of boggles my mind knowing that 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 I mean boggles my mind in a good way that somebody wants this to go forward in this like at at a level of however it gets done as long as it gets done. Mm-hmm. That means there is somebody wanting this to happen, and oh. I'm happy for it from a very selfish point of view because football. But at the same time, it also surprises me. So, I, it might not be from a perspective of um, I, I don't think there's much revenue to be made outside of the media contract. But I could see from their point of view with such a young league, just keeping it in the public eye rather exactly, than taking yeah. a year you off might be important. Like yeah. I, I guess there's the, there's the kind of out of sight, out of mind fear that if you let a season disappear, being so build with, it with, again. Yeah, kind of without being established to begin with. I mean, it's not. I mean, yeah, they did a decent job of uh, grabbing the established fans' hearts and minds in Canada last year, but I can't say they grabbed a ton of doubters. Um, you know, for whatever reason, I don't think the lack of I think the lack of public broadcasting didn't necessarily uh, help. Um, but you know, they had they have. A long way to go before they uh, are grabbing enough casual fans to take that next step, I guess, into their evolution. But uh, but yeah, maybe disappearing for a year is quite a dangerous uh, idea. Oh yeah, even, I think, even if it I means think a loss. Without without the the, the sweet CPL money, I, I don't see Atletico Madrid keeping going. Yeah, we, we got to think of others without too, this. Yeah. yeah, we're all in this together. Yeah. Um, no, but I I do think there's no way that they try to take this year off. I, I feel like unless it would, it's completely unfeasible. Yeah. But. I feel like it would make sense to take a year off in a way. I mean, I can see where you know, if you're three quarters of the way through the season, you know, you want to kind of finish it off one way or another, ideally. But it's like you, know, you haven't really even started anything. You do you have to kind of be going really like out of your way, very logistically awkward, putting people's health at risk, blah 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 blah, for something that's probably going to be a, a half-assed kind of half season at best that hasn't even started yet. I yeah, it's maybe just best to wait until next year. Although I guess yeah. you know what when exactly is everything going to be perfectly fine and yep, there's no problems. You know, what if this keeps on going? Right, exactly. And we don't know. Two when years, that's three be. years. I, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think, well, yeah, purely just tricky. from an, purely from an image point of view of showing yeah. that, you, that showing that you have the stability to, to withstand when other leagues are, you know, doing the best to come back. I know you can't compare them to the major, you know, football uh, divisions that are coming back, but yeah, I think it might just be a stability thing to show, 
future sponsors, future interest of whether corp- corporate or fans, that uh, it's not paper thin in its uh, existence. Yeah, and there's the concern of out of sight, out of mind, but also like we, you know, you jokingly brought up uh, Atleti, but you know it was a big deal having, you know, finally getting a team in Ottawa. Everything that went down drama wise, you need to like build on that and have something happen for that team, as opposed to letting them sort of sit there and stew for a year. I think um, like that can't be the only focus, but I'm sure that's got to be something that is murbling around in their heads the other thing and i i forgot on the rundown yes murbling um mm, i murble all the time i know mm-hmm. is the um you know football is especially north american football but you know very secretive about financials and things like that but the surprising yet welcome release of um winnipeg's financials because they're part of um whatever the CFL thing that has to publicly declare their stuff and to see like how much money they've expended slash lost. Um, and yes, they've lost a fair amount of money, but in the overall scheme of things for, for sporting franchises um, after a year, it was actually surprisingly small considering and sort of almost, yeah. I, I think I think it it was a positive takeaway in terms of you know these you know these these teams are going to lose money the first few years and if it's manageable and if it's a team that's somewhere in the middle of the league, um, that that wasn't I don't know I just I I found that sort of to be something kind of to build off of in terms of the viability and the stability of the league going forward even with everything that's happening. Hmm. So you think do you? Know- with how it's going, Winnipeg has probably still got room to lose a bit of money by actually buying some fucking taps for their stadium. Yes, exactly. Mm. Some kind of Valor FC branded thing for the stadium. One would Oof. think that would be nice. Crazy. I know it is. It's 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 nonsense, really. I don't know what I'm expecting, but um, yeah, I think. But yeah, I mean, I I hadn't seen this whole reveal. I'm not paying attention to a lot of things these days. How much did they lose? You say it's you know, a reasonable amount. I mean, it was like two hundred thousand or something. Oh, ah, yeah, it's nothing. That, that is very. I mean, any loss is not great, but I mean, no, but it really yeah, was. Like I, everyone was kind of like, oh, is is that it? Oh, okay, we can deal with this. Like, it was surprising. I wonder if they had been good. How that would have uh, affected mm. it. Maybe taking a few bucks off that if they had gotten hot. Yeah. True. So, like, there's 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 potential for, you know, and again, the, the rest of the teams, I would love it if the rest of the teams would just be like, oh, people didn't lose their shit over this. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should just release our financials. They won't because, I'd also, again, I'd also love to know how much, like, um, I know it's all undis- in undisclosed finances, but, uh, like, Emilio Estevez, how much was he sold to Adio uh, Den Haag for? Because I wonder how much, you know, that... Uh, yeah, exactly. That offsets... Uh, your, offsets your bottom mm. line if it's a big sale, you know. Yeah. I, 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 I saw losing... someone throwing around like they got at least 100K for him, right. so... Well, there you go. That's... Yeah. Uh, you would yeah, expect uh, their loss to be less, by, that less than uh, Winnipeg just due to facilities and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're losing like 200K a year, you know, sell one good player every five years for like a million, which doesn't seem outrageous, and boom. 
you're uh, you broke yeah. even. I mean, but that's you know that is and that is where the CPL is. They're a, they're a feeder league. That's what they should yeah. be aiming for. I mean, I know. Well, and that hard. is what it, they're it, aiming for. I, I think. Yeah, but it, it's hard. I think it's hard sometimes for newer fans to. I, I saw when Estevez was so. Ah, this is not the way York needs to build. They need to keep their best players. It's like, no, this isn't you know franchise based. You know, uh, North American. This sport isn't. Yeah, this you, isn't like yeah. play for life, your whole career here kind of thing. No, well, no, at least it's not just, right now. It's just you know, football in the world is very Darwinian. <laughs> you know, just the way it is, and you survive by feeding upwards. Oh well, yeah, mm-hmm. for but again, for like we said, like we said last week, for a brand new league to have done as well as they have in terms of player sales already, mm-hmm. it's pretty good. And yeah, if they can build off that and help, yeah, bolster whatever losses are coming from starting a new league having a new team dealing with a global pandemic all of those fun things um it's 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 a again it's a positive yeah long term long term they need one good sale to break out um and then they're to become a bit of a for for more eyes to look at this league as a place to buy cheap talent or up-and-coming talent yeah you know a bit like what happened to like romania after 94 yeah all of a sudden, everyone was buying Romanians. Yep. Good times. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I bought three just in case. Me too. Chico Popescu uh, lives uh, next door to me. He does my taxes. It's great. Nice. I knew you were going to say he does your taxes. Romanians are great at taxes. That's just a fact. That's just, yeah, that's common G- Gymnastics Sorry, really. and taxes. Yes. That's, I give, that's, I give that's, them that's a 10 in both. Yes. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think, uh, but I, I, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm still trying to think if there's anywhere else that sort of makes sense, um, for them to do this single site thing. Um, but if anyone else has any thoughts or solutions, listeners, please let us know. What's that island that uh, we dispute with the Denmark all the time? Oh, right. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Up in the Arctic. Uh, Yeah. 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 Yeah, That'd be, that'd be, that'd be perfect. (laughs) No, 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 it's much smaller. Oh God, what is it called? Okay. Um, so then the other question is, and I've seen this floated out a few, you know, in a few places, what, like, what is enough games to be like, okay, we sort of got like a full season in, um, you know, so how many games? Is it home and away plus some kind of playoff? Probably, like, yeah, that seems I, realistic. I Eight teams, 14 games. Yeah. yeah. 14 and then a one one versus two if you want a final but i'd rather just end after 14 and just say this would be the year to take a a weird oh they're not gonna do that i know but this would be the year for it yeah if you're just if if this is just a stand-in league uh year to keep the thing going what better time to just say okay we're just gonna do 14 first place team is is a champion done but they won't i know they won't because I'm not saying cowards. you're wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> it's North America, Tony. We need playoffs. Mm. Yeah, how Everyone else am I going to playoffs? Figure yes, out how else how will I know? Exactly. But yeah, I mean, I don't think they're going to get to 28 games. That seems unrealistic. So, all right, yeah. this is like the one chance to have a proper balanced table. Everyone plays everyone at the same time. Mm-hmm. 14 games. All right, reasonable. Yeah. Well, I mean, you if could, it's a sing, if it's a single site, there's no home and away issues. Make it twenty-one. Hmm. You could, yeah. I guess it depends on how much time they want to. I mean, yeah. yeah but then again, like, like, if yeah. they want to do a playoffs and that, you know, and they want to do put 
three or four weeks into a playoffs. Ugh. But yeah, but yeah, it was, man, that yeah, that is that is frustrating because it would be a perfect time to just test the market because you could pretty much do anything this year. Look at the silliness that MLS has been uh, throwing about. So CPL yeah. could say, yeah, we're just going single table. That's it. See if see what the reaction is. Sure, if Canadians turn against and say, yeah, this is horrible. I can't understand who the champion is without playoffs. By the What's way, on the, the weekend, point of all on the weekend, I'm going to go watch uh, the Premier League and the Bundesliga, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But, yeah, give it a shot. If it doesn't work, nothing lost. At least you came back for a year and then you go back to whatever system you want next year. I think people are very forgiving of this league, you know, trying out new things in the first few years. All right. We, we, I, I, I support this idea. I like this plan. Um... Hans Island. That's it. That's it. Thank uh, you, Mark. That's the whiskey whiskey dispute. Hans off, Denmark. <laughs> the, whis- oh, the, the, the whiskey dispute? They keep putting a bottle of whiskey on whiskey, it. Whiskey, yeah. Like Canada shows up, puts a bottle of whiskey, buggers off. Denmark shows right. up, takes the bottle, puts one of their bottles of whiskey on it, buggers off. Canada shows up, takes the Danish <laughs> bottle. Yeah, it's... Well, that's a, that's a, that's a delightful little tradition. It's uh, a very handy it's a very civilized right. dispute. Okay, yeah, yeah. Couple sailors get drunk. Keep going, guys. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I just said uh, some guy in the court got. Oh, we've run out of booze. All right, time to go claim Hans Island again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's very cute and cuddly until global warming starts up. Ugh. Oh yeah. Aww. Yeah. Then we start um, chucking the bottles at each other. Exactly. Uh, and with all of this, of course, uh, is questions of the Voyager's Cup. Um, when, how, if, what is happening? Uh, well, placing CCL. Yeah. Maybe uh, this is the year we give it to Vancouver. No, don't be silly. No. <laughs> Stop it. Come on, Duncan. I would love to find out. I would love to find out there's some rule that all games must take place within Canada. <laughs> oh, I guess MLS is out this year. So oh, you guys are in Orlando. Oh, dear, you uh, can't come back. Well, that's true. How could you? How could you have a Voyager's Cup in another country? Surely that's against the UN law or something. Yes. Well, and, and that's the thing. Like there, there's, there's, there has been no decisions made yet, and a lot of this depends on <laughs> what happens. You know, what is the plan for MLS? What is the plan for CanPL? Um, what is the plan for like League One Ontario and, and all of those, you know, the, the, the smaller clubs that are usually involved and that have already been drawn into this. Um, so, and I, well, I, I think there's, I, I like that people are wanting to know and what's going to happen, but so much is still up in the air. So I think waiting and trying to come up with some sort of solution that will include as many of the teams as possible is fine. Maybe the Voyager's Cup gets played after everyone's seasons are over. I, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know. Just however those seasons work out. But um, something to pay attention to in the coming weeks and months. Uh, Letty kit reveal mm. is coming. It's not wow. happened yet. I know. Um, so Jeff Hunt was on again in this uh, Otletti supporters virtual gathering party whatever and like, like oh the kit reveal is coming the kit reveal is coming sometime in the next couple weeks <gasps> but it's uh-huh. just it's gonna be stripes right uh-huh like, but, 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 but what color stripes 
Red and white stripes? Mm, let's go white and, and red stripes. <laughs> white and reds. Let, let's really You're change things about red, about red, black. You know what they should do? What should so they do? If they want to keep the, the uh, branding of Atletico, you know, just to have that tie-in, do that, but then steal what Hirenveen does with the tulips and change it with maple leaves. What does Hugh and Veen do with the tulips, Tony? Hugh and Veen has tulips uh, between the stripes. So they have blue vertical stripes, but yes. then they have like tulips. It's the like, it's the Frisian flag. Yeah. Not yeah. on a diagonal vertical. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Solved. Mm. That's that's us Done. solving all problems. Right. Mm. Or maybe make all the stripes just the Tower of Parliament. <laughs> sure. Less of a, Why not? Less of a less of a solution, I think. But yeah, mm-hmm. also one. <laughs> with a big sort of um, like eternal flame kind of thing, just like right at the bottom as if it's there rising up out of the like that. Yes, yes. Azerbaijan. Yeah. Or that's the, or that's whatever the random imprint on the back. Yeah, tramp stamp. Absolutely. Tramp right stamp. above yeah. the ass. <laughs> yeah, the perfect. Flame. Exactly. The eternal yes. flame. As there if it's go. coming out of the ass, yeah. <laughs> Although maybe, maybe that's where the two lips should be on the ass. <laughs> The Awake Kids, the Black Awake Kids. Yes, the Awake Kids are black. If you don't already know this, this is what they're going to be. They're all template kits. They're all going to be black with whatever accent colors of each club. Um, we are MLS North. Yay. Exactly. Do you th- I think I no, there's a white. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I think in this political climate, black death kits are very crass. Mm. <laughs> maybe that's why they haven't been released yet. They're panicking mm-hmm. and trying to like come up with something else. Or maybe, or maybe just stay with their away kits from last season. What about all, the money. Blue su- all blue to support frontline workers? What's wrong with them? <laughs> they don't yeah. like some frontline workers? Do they hate Canada? Yeah, design it as if they're, they're the scrubs. I, yeah. uh, that kind of no, thing. Scrubs. no scrubs. No, no, no scrubs. But, uh, you know, go another way. I mean, if you go with, like, black, just have, like, this sort of detailed in the stitching and everything. Just, like, all take little coronavirus blobs, like those spiky things. Put it on your jock tag. <laughs> yes. There's all sorts of ways you can go with this. It's just one of those random things that I'm like, is this ever going to happen? Like, I guess it has to, but does it really have to? Like, have they already made all the kits? Maybe they haven't. Maybe they just use and save themselves some money. I don't know. But no one's talked about it for quite some time. You know? glad just, broke it's one of those things that doesn't come up. Well, I, I, I felt like it had to be brought back into the light. So, yeah. Fair, I guess. Good job, Black Christine. Black yay or nay. Thank you. I didn't even reach out to anybody or anything. Black Awakens, yay or nay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yay or nay is sure is not the answer, Duncan. <laughs> then yay <laughs> yay good sir <laughs> spell y-e-a properly mm-hmm. there's a proper way to spell it yeah, it's probably it's, it feels a little more oldie timey and proper oh, pal- okay. parliamentary vote kind of thing would be yay y-e-a rather than y-a-y mm-hmm. yeah which just feels too you know, casual f- yeah too yeah. slangy but cavalry so. want nay spelled N E I G H. Yes. Deal. Yep. Done. Everybody come on. Zoom meetings are totally bummed. When you're at 
Trader Joe's Stay six feet away from their mom You're giving high fives to all the guys You'll do it High fives to all the guys You're giving high fives to all the guys Props to the medics in the field Oh yeah And we're rocking out Alright, next up on the show World Footy Time Whee! Because there's World Footy. Uh, Bundesliga's back. Woohoo! Yeah, das ist yeah, empty. Das yes. Bundesliga, yeah. Das Bundesliga. The German League. Uh, despite several other leagues having already been merrily going along with their seasons. Of course, the footy world went crazy when Bundesliga returned to action this past Poor weekend. Poor K-League. The world dropped them like a hot potato. Done already. Like, there was one week, they got one weekend, one weekend, (laughs) and that was it. Um, There was Donnell's time to shine, and it's over now. Yeah, no one cares. There's another Canadian to watch. Uh, So did you watch? Years from now, when they ask us about the the pandemic times, they'll say, what do you remember about the K-League? I'm like, ah, Donnell Henry lost to a 41-year-old who put it away. Mm. Done. That and sex dolls, yeah. Donnell Henry introduced VAR to South Korea. Yes, he did. He's, he's, the, he's the king of VAR. Uh, did you guys watch any of the Bundesliga? No, I don't same, have those channels anymore. Calgary, nay. <laughs> I caught a couple games. I caught... Uh, As did I. I caught part of, uh, what was it, Freiburg and... Oh, Bundesliga. Kyber. Sorry, I saw you said K-League. No, Bundesliga. Oh, yeah, I watched a few. Yeah. Freiburg and whoever Freiburg played... I can't remember. And uh, was it? Uh, I watched a bit of Red Bull Bayern accidentally. Union, Union, Union Bayern. Union. Oh, Union. Union Bayern. Then it was Red Bull, Red Bull Freiburg. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, Red Bull was on Saturday. Yeah, that was uh, uh, seeing passes completed. Um, yeah. You don't. You don't. <laughs> as somebody, you don't realize watched, how much you miss that as, until as somebody who's watched a a little bit of. Uh, of a certain league in Eastern Europe, you really miss passing, <laughs> uh, footwork, uh, pass, and not even so much passing, but completed passes, passes that get to their intended target, ah, oh, and shots that go on frame. That is something I didn't realize how hard that was, um, but apparently it is. And wow, wow. Just Mark's wow. lying. He doesn't care. He just likes it because it has Ool Sport. Mm. Fuck Ool Sport. <laughs> what? You like those cologne kits? Those are Ool Sport. Mm. Cologne. No. Mm. Oh, no, no. The, 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 the cologne kits I was looking for were by Arima. Ah. Exactly. No. You're not... But they were wearing Ool Sport ones. They were, but those ones are terrible. Uh, two oh, years okay. ago, they were Arima, and they were fabulous. Okay, sir. Yeah, it's okay. That's... I didn't I didn't mind mm. that one they were wearing. Yeah, it's boring. Well, who was wearing the all-black one? Augsburg? New uh, Zealand. I think it was Augsburg. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Those are pretty sharp. For, yeah, for like an all-black kit. I thought we were just shitting all over all-black kits. Yeah, now they're good? That's, but that's no, for the whole... German, yeah, not when your whole you know, league does it. They, they embrace uh, death. Nihilism, etc. Das Referees. Is, uh, the nickname. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you, you've watched. I haven't. Uh, you know, we all famously know football without supporters is nothing, is it? It's kind of true, How is in it? my opinion. 
it, 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 yeah, it's, it's, it, it sounds like when it's, you walk past a, a, you know, a field and there's a pickup match going on. Yeah, right. It's, but, it's but, quite I sterile. mean, the, the quality's there. You, you pay attention. Maybe you pay a little more attention to the technical side of it. I found I did that you kind of pay a little more attention to the actual play going on. But yeah, it's, you know, goal celebrations and the feeding off of any atmosphere it's missing yeah it's 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 not anyone who says it oh it's just as good nah, no, well i you know what? I, I sir on this day of all victoria days <laughs> i sir disagree i think that we need to watch a bit more of it before final decisions the first weekend back i think that i do think they need to take a page out of the k-league's book and pipe in some sex dolls Yes, mm. especially um, some some crowd sounds or whatever. I I, um, will, I will say with watching like some of the K League highlights, uh, they're at least trying to be as like they are giving the game production the full treatment as if there were fans in the stands. But so goal is, music but as yeah, like the, like the guy in the tannoy overdoing the goals. No goal scored by like obviously it's in mm. Korean, but like he's just he's going for it and and I appreciate that because that's it's those little things I kind of miss too. It's like mm. the pomp and circumstance, yeah. really yeah. making something of like I realize that the players feed off of the fans, especially when goals are celebrated. Well, when there's nobody there, they're just kind of like meek high five, meek elbow rub, you know, like like. But if there's terrible techno music from the '90s and a voiceover screaming out who's just scored. I was like, okay, you know what? This is this is kind of nice in a weird way. It's like, yeah, that's what I'm missing. It's, I, I, it was kind of cool when they had the, the piped-in crowd noises. That was I was like, it was I was like, I was like, oh, piped this in is crowds. neat. Oh, there's some random chants, some a, drums. You'd be surprised. That's a very polarizing idea. By by uh, looking online, of course it is. I don't see a problem but, with it. But and the and thing I, I really like, liked... yeah, 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 sure, missing the fans and stuff. But I actually quite enjoy being able to hear the players and the coaches. Yeah, the, the the piped in crowd noise was it like just very specific moments? It was like an appropriate, or you know, did they have right? Here's some goal celebration crowd noise. Here's some. Ooh, that looked controversial. Everyone's yelling at the ref now. Crowd noise. I <laughs> what? Uh, I don't think I don't think it was quite as well produced. It wasn't was it just quite like that well choreographed. But it was just like random, just general background yeah. home of. 20,000 people in and a stadium. Kind of, kind of like well, what you would have like, got in a mid-90s game of FIFA. It was like random supporter mm. group stuff. You know, you'd hear like a little bit of cheering and sometimes you'd hear more like chants or whatever. And then it would like, you know, back off a bit. And so it was just, yeah, background hum sort of thing. But it gave, it gave a little more, whatever, texture, flavor to the, to the atmosphere. Surely can't be that hard to set up a soundboard. For God's sake, we have one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not that hard. If I can figure it out, it's seriously not that hard. I I, I think um, a lot of the production also too uh, is very dependent on the stadium they're playing in. Mm-hmm. Uh, certain stadiums with their tighter camera angles show you less of the empty seats. You know they can get a bit uh, better on the um, on the pitch on the players. You know that just the production value is na- is just naturally better. While well, some of the Stadiums that have the wider concourses where the cameras are a bit set back, you know, it, it's a bit more evident that they're in a big cavern. Um, 
the noise, uh, the Borussia Dortmund match, being that stadium has is so famously echoey and cavernous, was uh, it was strange. You could you, like when you'd hear a player or coach speaking loudly, it was definitely like the echo, the reverberation was uh, a little jarring. But would you rather there be? Would you rather there be no football? No, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. No, it's no, not. but I'm, I'm, I wasn't no, asking. No, absolutely like, not. You know, I'm, I'm kind of, yeah. I'm kind of glad. I'm, I'm glad it's back. I enjoyed watching it in parts. I, I can't say it necessarily uh, held my attention as long as maybe the full experience would. Um, but yeah, in in the grand scheme of things, sure, it's great that it's back. But uh, for those who are saying this is the revolution of pro, pro sports and fans in stadiums is going to be a thing of the past, I'm not ready to go down that road. Well, yeah. No, and neither am I. No, I, I, I look forward to the day that we can be back in the stands. It is, you know, it, that's, that's, you know, that's such an experience in so many ways, uh, you know, being with your friends and, and, and watching it live. And, you know, there's, you know, if you talk to any football fan, you know, best memories is usually something from the stands kind of thing. So, um, no, that's, that's, that that's a hard pill to, to swallow right now, but I also personally wouldn't feel comfortable being at a match right now with everybody. Unless we all stood distanced apart, but then you've got to decide who gets to go to the matches because there's not enough room in stadiums for everybody to go. Um, there was so a think, York nine. You know, they should have um, offered it what well, they should have offered in the Bundesliga and I guarantee you would have had takers. A, like 500 to 1,000 fans agreeing to be quarantined. So they just get to go sit in the stands, but they have to stay quarantined. Yeah, they just, they come in like one at a time. And... Yeah, whatever, they've been quarantined. They've done their 14 days. They're all, they're all uh, clear of symptoms. After the match, they stay quarantined. They are the official fans of the club <laughs> this is your your job essentially this is, this this is, is your yeah. life, life now. now yes yes yeah. Yeah. you essentially live at the stadium yeah. you set up beds in all the uh, the sponsors boxes are and everything are you telling me that you couldn't get a few hundred crazy people to agree to that in this day and age you probably could yes yeah. in Germany are, yes are they are they paying for it or are they being paid I was going to say yeah like how, how, how are people how are free bratwurst and a scarf <laughs> a scarf yeah. Somebody says, hey, you already got Mark's one. Like, Mark's like, Mark's like, Yeah. Oh, the shit I do for free football textiles. It's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, just basically have them live at the stadium and, you know, have them open up one of the concession stands, like, every day and everything so it doesn't get too bored. They can all, mm-hmm. you don't have to have too many people there. And, uh, yeah, this, this, this could work. This Thank is you. a plan. I'm wasted on this show. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, so that's the secret. Huh. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say naked. <laughs> no, you say you're just, hammered. You're just drunk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Dear Lord. Um, the other thing with uh, being back is yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, of course, is the return of Alfonso Davies and getting to watch him play. So that was, I would imagine, a widely watched match on Saturday. I know I watched it. Um, and so Fonzie being back, you know, it's, 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 it's great. It's, it's always, it's kind of it's fun. It's happy to, days. Uh, mm. It was mine. Um, Sit on it, Mark. 
to see <laughs> how um like reactions online I, I got a couple i saw like just some like breathless tweets and people looping me into tweets being well yeah so and so my my canadian friends yes i already know about this player because like oh who is this alfonso davies guy did everyone know he was this good or, um, like uh Kristen, yes. it's pronounced davis well this is my other question <laughs> like seriously why is this so hard for commentators? It's because they're British and they're trolling the Welsh. Did, who who is actually commentating? It was like actually British commentators, or it was it was a mixture. Like, it was yeah, North Wait, Americans. Some, some British, some no, no North Americans. Some British, some uh, well English speaking continentals. Okay, like yes. Tony, I'd have been hammered if I made a drinking game and of mispronouncing Canadian players, just getting <sighs> wasted off of Davis, Davis, Davis shot. Shot, shot. It was, but, it was, it was very, it was very weird. Hey, but both I, I Paul Stalteri and Rob Friend made a Bundesliga highlight package over the weekend. Nice. When they were talking about Alfonso Davies. Did they say Alfonso yeah, Davies though? I don't know. I don't listen. But I mean, it's like British British people know how to say Davies. This this like Barry Davies is a natural fucking British football commentator. Dickie Davies used to present fucking sports. He was like ITV's Des Lynam back in the day. Well, then they're just being plenty of Welsh lazy, rugby players. Then. There are a lot of people called Davies in England. They know how to do it over there. So well, they keep calling him Davis. So it's really mm. annoying. Presumably, it was just one person, or well, maybe two people. The the two commentators at that particular game. Times, funny enough. Yeah, it's 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 this isn't a this isn't a suddenly this weekend thing. This has happened before. It's just being some of the only football available to watch and But is it know. always the same commentator or is it different people? No, it's different people. Mm. It's always Helmut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Davis. Davies, not Davis. Call him Davies for fuck's sake. Just, just call him Fonzie like the rest of us. Um English Premier League. Our... That's a good one. Yeah, that's, that's forget. Oh, Bundesliga's back. What Premier League's doing something? I'm gonna, what? I'm gonna drop Germany like I dropped that kimchi. Don't drop the kimchi. It's so tasty. Mm, um, the uh, the league has voted to allow training to begin. Yes, um, love practice. I know. So another step towards the 2020, the, the, the finishing off of the 2019-2020 season was approved by the league's 20 clubs. Who knows what the players thought? The clubs all unanimously voted for it, though, uh, that a medical protocol will allow the players to resume training. Um, and then, you know, this then they'll, then they'll move on to the next step of contact training, and then they'll... You know the, the the third phase of matches behind uh, closed doors, so they are not expecting any matches to be played uh, until sometime later on in June. Uh, that's their tentative date right now, but it's just it's just to finish the season and then whatever take a month or so off and then start the new season again. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But. Again, they're they're going with the um, behind closed doors plan. Uh, they obviously will. I don't know. Everyone will travel together and never see anybody and lots of things. But 
you know, they are looking around the world and being like, oh, well, you know, soccer and money and stuff. So it'll be interesting. There's so much to work out, though. I can't wrap my head around, like, A, the end date of the you know season, how and that flows into the 2021 season. I know. Con- considering there's, I guess, loose plans still to have Euros next summer. Yep. Uh, um, and... Of course, then there's, you get into the relegation whole thing. I, I assume if they're going to go full season, then that still is a thing. But then you've got some of the lower divisions who are deciding not to relegate. Not to play at all. Yeah, I know. And it's, yeah. Yeah. And then there's the transfer window, which, you know, should open up on June 1st. Are you? I guess you buy players, but you can't use them until, until the, the 2021 season starts. Exactly, but, yeah. But so. then con- are there contracts? Because a lot of like Bosman guys whose contracts end on June 1st or whatever, May 31st, you know, like what happens to that? <laughs> Unattached FC is going to make a sudden. You know, oh, yeah, they're going to make, they're race, make, they're make a run for table. it, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's all, it's very weird. Um, and then, speaking of the K-League, as we mentioned them earlier, and we've sort of alluded to this, uh, FC Seoul had a little bit of controversy after the fact in their, uh, in their match on the weekend. Because they've been, as well as piping in crowd noise in some stadium, they, they've, you know, been putting in fillers in the stands to make it look like there's, there's uh, you know, make stadiums look less empty and are you talking um, of the premium mannequins (laughs) (laughs) i feel like this would be better if if they they piped in sex noise (laughs) if like the noise matched the people in the stands all right we got sex dolls here sex noises so yes apparently sex dolls um no premium mannequins who happened to be made by a manufacturer who also makes sex dolls there was a misunderstanding with the Mm -hmm. supplier isn't it always Um, was anybody having sex with the dolls no no then then it's fine exactly sex dolls dolls like football too you know like come on don't discriminate against sex workers exactly here's an existential question is a sex doll still a sex doll if it's not having being having sexed with uh-huh. It's not like they were sitting there naked. They were dressed. Exactly. exactly. Yes. So it's just a person I, doll. You know, I, 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 go like, to, I, I go to football games. Outside of football games, I sometimes have sex. Not at the football, I don't. Exactly. You know? I, keep the, you keep the, the two Columbus things separate. Game, I do. <laughs> wait, wait I we're never going to speak of that again. Mm. Um, uh, but, also, too, sex dolls are sex workers. No, sex dolls are sex worked. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's an important distinction. Yeah, and how is. do you know those dolls when they're do you have a profession? It's a sex worker. They could be accountant dolls. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And plus, I mean, maybe these are these are brand new sex dolls. These are like virgin sex dolls. Are they still considered sex dolls if no one's ever sexed them. Mm. I, you know, at that point, it's just a doll until someone decides to stick their dick in it. Hmm. This philosophy is running deep, yo. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're, when is but it's a sex funny, doll like if you look if you look at the pictures yes. of of the you know from the from I, the I think we have moved on from the football element. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, on, on Devin on Devin Rocliffe's yeah. uh, Twitter feed, uh, who if you're if you're a Kate League fan, you're not following uh, at Who Ate the Squid. You should be because yeah, he's got the goods. He knows everything. 
if you have any questions about any level of well, K-League obviously football. we do have quite a few questions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but until it was pointed out to me, now, like like the I guess the sex dolls are slightly more buxom than the other ma- mannequins in the stands. But otherwise, again, fully dressed, not engaging, minding in, their own business, mm, enjoying yeah, their own business, yeah. enjoying a bit of football. Yeah, they just dressed up in their favorite team's kit and that mm-hmm. to to uh, show moral support. Yeah, they, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. It's 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 funny and weird and all sorts of things. But uh, in in this, you know, so question. So instead of uh, sex dolls, what would you what would you put in your stands to 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 fill things in? Dogs in oh. kits. Dogs oh. in kits. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like what they oh. did. I like what they just did. randomly <laughs> strolling around the stadium. I was just gonna say, are you gonna try to make them stay? Like well, maybe the good dog, boys club will. Dogs, you know? dogs are good at staying. Yeah, they totally of, are. When when there's, when there's balls being kicked around. Oh yeah, that won't like get them. Well, you know, pitch invasions. There's ways to be to deal with that. You, they're, you just just like, have, they're just like other hooligans. Yeah, you just have the loudspeaker every five seconds saying stay. Yeah. No. No. Big stretch. Belly rub? Yeah. So, yeah, that would work, I think. I I like this. And, yeah, in in club kits. Perfect. And they may start barking. If they all start howling and barking, there's there's your crowd noise thing taken care of. Uh. Exactly. Uh, it'd be like being back on Hackney Marshes, Sunday yeah. League, what have you, right? Put a few cats in the away <laughs> supporter section. Yes. Uh, dress, dress, uh, a few, dress a few German shepherds in green vests and put them in the middle. <laughs> just like this. Very just nice, like yes. Ball. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh, what's happening? Um, uh, I'm, Greece. You're yeah, the one that, that I want. Me. You are the one I want. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Cool. I appreciate your immediate back? recognition of that, yeah. Oduck, and that was that was impressive for someone who hates musicals. I'll name um, that tune in one. I don't hate musicals. I've, do you? I hate I some musicals. But, oh, oh, yeah. you've you've mellowed. Okay, I hate good. musicals. Yeah. Oh, I know you hate you hate everything. Um, no, I don't. All right. <laughs> Moving true. on from 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 Tony's, I, you know, what else are Everyone else Beat that is what she's saying. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, uh, that's totally what I'm saying. I'm gonna go with the uh, Pokemon. Uh, it's oh. kind of like a like a, a Pokemon Go kind of thing. Every fucking seat in the stadium has a different like Pokemon on it, and then you know, one lucky resident of each city gets to go in there and take their phone and spend 90 minutes getting as many fucking Pokemons as they can. <laughs> They're just running around the stands just trying to catch all these fucking Pokemon on their phone. Is that, and how, is that how I get my second... wife to go to, the, to want to go to a stadium? <laughs> that is I how you so, do it. Yeah. Exactly, Mark. Yeah. There it is. There's your solution. This is a good like secondary bit of entertainment. You know, we're watching Mary or whoever just running around the stadium for 90 minutes. How many can you get? You know, so an so how stat. is the game? And she's like <laughs> scrolling through her phone, showing me everything she got. And like, fuck. Yeah. <sighs> Charizard. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you can name <laughs> one. You can name one past Pikachu, you nerd. <laughs> Snorlax. <laughs> oh my god, a third. Wow. Uh, I might be struggling after that. Uh, it's okay. I know. Uh, he's he's hand, just waiting so. for his app to finish loading so he can tell you everything he has. <laughs> 
Um, I went with leftover mannequins from the movies Mannequin and Mannequin 2. Uh, you, don't, you, you, don't, you, you don't think anybody's fucked those mannequins? They look uh, like Kim Cattrall. Only when they they're come to life. They, um, they look like Kim young Kim Cattrall. But only when they come to life. When, when they're just, when they're just in mannequin Kim. form, they're pure and virginal. Um, and then interspersed mm. with all the giant stuffed animals that no one ever wins at fairs. Because those all things the are wrecked, are too. Ripped. Carney's been <laughs> fucking those since the fair clothes. This is true. Oh, yeah. No doubt. This is true. Yeah. It's a long, lonely career. Yeah. That yeah. <laughs> Tony's, Tony's dog thing is, is definitely the, the purest so far. It's family entertainment. <laughs> yes. That's what I specialize in. Uh, Marcus? Likes. Besides, if, 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 if they start fucking each other, you know, he doesn't enjoy watching dogs fuck. That's yeah, just That's just fun. like watching the, the paws of man or whatever. It's nature. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Oh, what are those dogs up to in section <laughs> 12? Uh, dog orgies. Okay. Oh, yeah. All the yeah. gangwan fans are at it again. <laughs> oh, my God. They're going at it gangwan style. Uh, um, I, I want to see the... Uh, I want to see just at least one stadium littered with those... Uh, the, the, the metal outlines that make up the uh free kick walls that you use in training yep yep yeah yeah just have oh, those hey, that, that makes all sense. Over. i like that i think that would be both uh, uh just very conscious of like well we've got it let's use this and creepy as fuck <laughs> seeing all these silhouettes all throughout the stadium all looking identical preferably not in the team colors which would be even funnier and just have them <laughs> At least within camera sight, they don't have to. You don't have to fill the stadium with them. But like, if you can get the first, you know, five or six rows filled with them, at least camera side in the ends, uh, I would be quite amused. And wrap a scarf around one or two of them just to just to mix it up. I'm surprised. I'm surprised no one took uh, wacky waving inflatable guys. Mm. I uh, I saw those on the Belarusian League this no, week. No, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that would be an entertaining option. Yeah, let's just go with the old you know, Highbury mural. Yeah, we don't need people mm. in the stands. Just have a have a picture of people there. That was hilarious. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, to finish off uh, our World Footy segment, of course, we have to talk about BPL wins and losses and. One of the reasons, actually, that we're recording early this week is to accommodate the fact that there's a BPL match on Wednesday this week, mm-hmm. our usual day of recording. And we want to make sure that our wins and losses is complete and up to date for your enjoyment. So really, dear listeners, it's this primarily is primarily uh, what the show's for now. It yeah. really is. Uh, it's for BPL wins and losses. That's yes. Our <laughs> numbers in, <our laughs> in Minsk have doubled. Mm. And so here to tell us all about the weekend that was in the Belarus Premier League is Mr. Mark Hingley with BPL Wins and Losses. Mark. Thank you, Kristen. You're welcome. You better stand two meters away from me, baby. <laughs> You've been watching the games. I know what that looks like. That's approximately four seats in all directions. Yeah, so, Baishashaya Liga Week 9 had only seven games on the schedule as that mystery one game's postponement was due to cup ties. I didn't realize they had those there. A uh, dollar bet placed, and I'm glad it delayed because I would have lost my ticket earlier than I'd hoped. Spoiler alert, I didn't win. Oh. Yeah. Friday's only match featured Torpedo Bellas. The exit wounds. Hosting Gorodea. The wet cheese boys. 
<laughs> in the 26th minute, uh, Lipe Veloso gets on the end of a deflected cross to pop it in from 60 yards out to put Torpedo up 1-0. Second half, Torpedo with a cute 1-2-3, and Lipe Veloso's first touch redirects the ball past the keeper, 2-0, second of the night. Uh, 74th minute penalty to Gorodea. Sejic steps up and is stopped by uh, Siamuk, his trailing foot as he's leaping. Uh, but the rebound ends right back at Sejic, and he buries it in the open net to make it 2-1. Uh, Torpedo gets their third as uh, Kachaturian, he, never, he doesn't usually score. Kachaturian uh, propels, ha, huh? because he's Torpedo. He propels his shot from a, director, from a redirect across to make it 3-1 for the home side. He's no chicken. Nope, definitely not. Uh, Saturday saw energetic BGU. Big guys in Uggs. <laughs> what that stands for? Yeah. At home to Dinamo Breast. The Jugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Yazid Yakshabov had many a chances, but couldn't beat the keeper, but that's okay, as in the 40th minute... Backage gets on the end of a poorly punched away cross to head it in. One nil to energetic. Two minutes later after the or two minutes after the restart, defender Evgeny Yudchits gets at the end of a low cross and takes it on a half volley. Two nil to energetic. Dynamo pull one back at the death, 94th minute, as Kislak fires from the top of the 18 to tuck it low corner, and make it 2-1. Ref blows the whistle immediately, and that's all she did. Mo. Uh, next, uh, Shakjar. Shaky tractors. Take on Slavia. Uncle's favorites. Where the home side walked away, 2-0 winners. Uh, we were one goal shy of our second dental plan of the season as Lisa Kovic scored the 30th, but Balanovic got the second late in the game, so we would have... I'm looking forward to doing that bit again. It was fucking hilarious. Um, next is... Next, we had our first... Uh, Next, we had our first ever Belarusian Zoom Party Game of the Week brought to you by Bira Tirana, Albania's most popular pilsner, which Christian showed up for, thank you, and friend of the show, Jeff Nesker, who wouldn't turn his camera on for, which could only be described as unimaginable bedhead, and watched a Bundesliga again, again, and, uh, and watched a Bundesliga instead. game instead like a fucking nerd. Wow! Yeah, what a yeah, what a what a, what a like this was a this is a BPL Zoom, you know. Oh yeah. no, no, what's that in the background? What are you watching? Yeah, yeah. Just oh, are we watching Bundesliga? Oh, what a goal! There's no goals. There's no goals. There's no goals. <laughs> uh, There's no goals. Maybe he thought it was the Bundesliga party line. Well, mm. maybe, but that's not that's that's not what uh, Tirana's most famous pilsner and Albania's most popular pilsner would want to support. Exactly. Uh, so anyway, this game in particular was the top of the table clash as Giants Bate Borisov, the Golden Boys, took on visitors Slutsk, the Damp Slacks. <laughs> Fourth minute counterattack for Bate, low cross fired in, misses one swing, misses second sliding lunge, but the third attacker Milic was there at the far corner to tap it in, 1-0. 24th minute free kick from Stasevich, floated over the wall from 20 yards out into the top corner, no chance for the keeper. 2-0 to Bate. 70th minute, Nikajic takes a short bouncer of a pass, settles it with his first touch, and rifles it in with the second. Real nice. Real nice. Make it 3-0 to Bate. Uh, you wouldn't think you were watching a 1-2 match. Bate looked completely class and dismantled the visitors repeatedly, 
who didn't offer much in resistance or counterattack. Yes, Ooh. what I'm doing right now is officially Slutsk shaming. They should be shamed. Hey. <laughs> 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 Uh, oh dear it's sad uh next is the sunday opener as chronic table anchor belshina the Mm. belshiners welcome visitors vitebsk super slurpers Ooh. oh god uh 63rd 63rd minute glebko takes up uh steps up to take a penalty and buries it one nil to the home side 30 minutes to go this is it you can taste the victory right uh-huh. <laughs> no, you can't. 78th minute. Diego Carioca takes a Vitebs free kick, finds its way through traffic, stopped by Turinok, but Julio Cesar, no, not that one, is right there to pounce. The other one? Yeah, the other one. Ah, okay. Uh, my favorite part of this whole match, though, had to be the uh, the Belshina Ultras uh, in the one corner. Started with shirts on, ended without shirts. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was... Uh, can't unsee it. Uh, 1-1 is how it ended, and Edward Gradobev struggles to find optimism yet again. There are times in a man's life, even living in the world-renowned city of Belshina, where bread, milk, and cousins are plentiful, where you find yourself in a bind. Say you have spent a wonderful warm day celebrating the festival of the great yak of the Urals, by chasing Georgians through the streets. You come home late, drunk on power, national pride, and radish You wash the Georgian off your hands and realize you are hungry. The wife and children you recognize as yours have gone to sleep. Wife Hankabova has angrily thrown away your supper. It is at that moment your glazed good eye sees the rubbish. You stumble over and step on the lid to flip open the can. It is full of fine Gradabov rubbish, top quality stuff, the shaped hair of our goat, Colonel Babayev, a VHS copy of science fiction classic Yuri Gagarin vs. Moonbitch, three positive pregnancy tests broken in half, recently retired family cat Fufu Jarkayev, western newspaper for sanitation. And then just to the side, you see it. Three quarters of a tongue and olive sandwich. In most cities, like the apocalyptic pit of abject misery, squalor, grotto, you could never contemplate what you are about to do. But this is Belshina. And you lift that tongue sandwich to your tongue and know that this is as good as you'll get. This match was the equivalent of a rubbish sandwich. Not what you want, but better a bit of tongue and olive on homemade kashkalash bread than nothing at all. I'm hungry. Who's hungry? <laughs> yes. Wow. Ten. Mm. <sighs> Man. And olive. And olive. Yeah. Don't forget I mean, the olives. Ideally, you take the olives out of there because no one likes olives. Ten? Yes. What? You've been to Belarus? I'll take yeah. your olives. Yes. What do you have against olives? They're delicious. They're you got awful. Tongue. Yes, Kristen. Who's going to ruin the tongue sandwich with, Bel- with Belarusian olives? They're not even like Greek olives. It's on kashkalash bread. Which helps. It needs Which the helps. olives. It's got to have something to cut through it. Anyway, we're getting away from this. That's true. Next, Dinamo Minsk. The tickle party. No, that, okay. Uh, host Islak. I don't even know. The Randy Shepherds. Mm. Ooh. 
Uh, now, to be fair, he, he's a great wrestler, Randy Shepard. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> the Belarusian. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, his airport, not that oh, impressive. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, it's a helipad. Yeah, it pretty much is. <laughs> uh, not much going on with this one. Uh, the lone goal of the game, the 60th minute, as Rio sends in a nice ball to the streaking Bakar, who fires it into the outstretched hands of Kate. Katkevich, uh, but he couldn't stop it, and then the ball actually went through his hands, continuing on to that one nil to Dinamo Minsk. Uh, last match of the week, Rook Brest. The Robins. Hosting Smolovici STI. The sleep on the railway, men. Uh, the, uh, well, yeah, that's actually kind of true. Uh, this <laughs> The game's chances were heavily in favor of Rook, but they could not put one in. This game ended in a scoreless draw. And now that there was a bit of, uh, you know, this was kind of spoiled a little earlier, but uh, Gambler's Corner, here's Mark. Five game parlay, could have won 14 15, but I uh, got three of them right with Bate Schachter and Dynamo Minsk, but uh, the draws from the two bottom teams completely wrecked that ticket. Mm. Just keep on losing. Yep. That's been Gambler's Corner. Back to you, Mark. Thank you, Duncan. Uh, no change in the golden boot race as Katamian and Yaz are still both on six goals. Top of the table, Bate on 19. Torpedo, Energetic BGU both at 18 points. At the bottom, both grab sides earned a point, which puts Smolovici on four and Belshina on three. Uh, next week's full eight matches start earlier, as Kristen mentioned. Wednesday giving us a tasty Dinamo Brest versus Bate at noon. That's basically your defending champions versus top of the league. Um, there's also matches on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, none for Sunday. I watched a tape-delayed Bundesliga match on Saturday night, and I fucking loved it. This has been wins and losses for this week. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Mark. I'll distill your potato. Good. Eat it. <laughs> All right, to finish off this week's show, we have no TFC talk. I know, I know you're all devastated. I know, I know, I'm sorry. There is just literally nothing to talk about. (laughs) Justin Moore is overrated. Done. (gasps) Fight, fight. Good, sir. On this Victoria Day, you decide to throw down in such a manner? I prefer to prove it. one philosophical debate on this show. I don't think we can handle a second. No, I, I, I... Oh. When does Jay Chapman become a sex doll? Discuss. <laughs> Lord, never. Ah, he's, he's probably got like another two years before he's fully out of the league. And then... Then you know, any, all bets are off. Yeah, sex doll is a bit of a, a rude way of putting it, what he'll be doing. But, you know, yeah, good for oh. him. Okay. All right. Let's just quickly, let's just move on from this. So, there's... there's, there's we've, been in, we've been sort of embracing some of uh, the, the Twitter football memes and things like that we did a you know we've done five aside and we've, we've done a number of things so now we're gonna chart your career and you've seen this uh two soccer had a had a glorious one um so you've got your youth career your first pro club your crossover club your dream club the big contract club your last shot 
One for the heart. Aw. And your retirement club. So who wants to who wants to go first? Should we rotate or go right through? I think go through. Okay. Yeah, I think right through makes more sense. All right. Yeah. I'll start then. Go for That's it. Why not? Thanks. Well, my youth career is at the mighty late Orient. Because um, it actually was. Because because it actually is partially true, but much like late Orient, after I reached eleven years old, they saw no future for me. Aww. So in in this version, they're not my first pro club. I drifted into the one into the wilderness, but was picked up by Ipswich Town. Oh. Mm-hmm. That, that's uh, mm. where I where young me made a name for myself. Ah. My crossover club, because this is the I guess the current Ipswich you aren't doing very well, is the slightly higher Darby County. Mm. Exotic. Yes. A, a man's team, Duncan. <laughs> yes. Uh, after some, ter- you know, terrific performances with the Rams, I get to move to my dream club, of course, Tottenham Hotspurs, where I dazzle whatever stadium I happen to play in. I, I assume it was the old White Hart Lane. This is not. This is this is some strange timeline. So, but win nothing. But of course, I win nothing, and eventually, despite being my dream club, I am tempted by the big money as, you know, my knees are getting worse, and I moved to, I guess this was 1980s big money, Olympic Marseille. Nice. Ooh. There you go. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yes. They tempt me with that, those francs. This is, this is pure euro. Pre, pre-euros. Mm. I, I just wanted one of those Panasonic kits, really. I, I followed in the footsteps of Chris Waddle. Fo- solid. I don't believe yeah. yeah. But, you know, I probably regretted it because I was greedy. And, you know, I, I was like Victor Vasquez. I, was like, eh, I should have not gone somewhere for money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took one last shot with a faltering career at Fiorentina. Ooh. Hey. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, did okay. It's, you know, mediocrity, mid table, kind of like Fiorentina themselves, but living large, getting fatter. On you know amazing Firenze foods, but uh, then you know careers ending. One for the heart. I go play for St. Pauli for a year. Mm. There you go. Yep, but I retire with Wellington Phoenix. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Yes, and then I just become like the Vic Router of like, uh, or not Vic Router, the uh, like. uh, who picks someone good who goes like a Vic like Rode is someone good Tony no 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 I meant like, uh. a, like a footballer like a Stephen Caldwell I become the Stephen Caldwell of New Zealand I've never been so happy as we were <laughs> recording at the studio because I'd have lunged over the table so, <laughs> I, I didn't mean good I, I meant like a football Saint a footballer Victor. who Ugh. of router of router yeah, how dare you of, disparage him patron saint of routers patron saint of yes. finals because he makes them yes up here no, no, I, I meant like a, a, a example like we get in Canada a lot of a foreign footballer who just shows up and then ends up just staying there and becoming a broadcaster. That's me, but in New Zealand, where mm-hmm. I take a sheep as a wife. Quality. <laughs> yes. I'll go next. Uh, all right, so I start with uh, I start my career with East Hamilton, which is a 
small community. Oh, East club. Ham. Yeah. Well, it's it's where I played house league as a kid. All right. Uh, my first pro club. I stayed within the city. Homeboy, home good hometown boy made good or homeboy made good. Whatever you know, I'm thug. Mm-hmm. Uh, Forge, Forge FC. Uh, play there for a season or two, and uh, PSV Eindhoven come knocking because. Because if, if you're going to make a huge leap and PSV comes knocking, you're probably pretty damn good. Yeah. And I am. So uh, I played the PSV <laughs> for a couple seasons. Dream Club, Man United come knocking. And sure, I go I go over, have a good six, seven seasons in the sun. Uh, wow. But my contract is, is about up. They're, they're, they're letting me go on a free. So I go chase the money. And as every proper footballer does, chases the money. Goes to Shanghai Greenland Shenhua. <laughs> in the Chinese oh. Wow, you uh, sold out fast, boy. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, I'm 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 Hulk all over this shit. <laughs> like just they flash the cash and I'm gone. Uh, play a couple seasons there. Eh, it, it was good. The money was great. I was people I forget I, who you are completely. Kind of forget who they are, but on a on a on a shock move, I show up at Olympic Marseille. <laughs> Ooh. I know. Oh, right? yeah. I remember playing with you for a couple of seasons. Yeah, good times. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted the, I wanted the Pandasonic kits too. I'm not gonna lie. Um, Pandasonic. Pan- yes, it's uh, radios yeah. for for bears. Yes. Mm. Uh, I, I uh, so I play there for for two seasons, and um, I'm just released from my contract. It's just it's just not happening for me. But uh, I I. While I was in China, I managed to get to Japan a few times, and I end up at Omiya Ardija because I like that part of Tokyo. So I play for Omiya Ardija for for two seasons. I've become a weird cult hero in the sense that I played, you know, twenty five games, scored six goals, but they're like, "Oh, hey, there's 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 that Hinkley kid. He's good." Um, eventually, it, that comes to an end, and. I go home for one last kick at the ball in the sun. So back to Forge as I retire. It's not a retirement league, Mark. No, it's not. Yeah, Mark. I become coach. Oh, okay. Ah. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. After, after player the, coach Mark Hinckley. Yeah, no, one, no, no, one game playing player coach? Uh, <laughs> All right, Jimmy. You're the, you're the th- Paul Dickov of Forge? Three, three, it, it was three games, but only one of them I was officially player coach. And then after that, with good conscience, I couldn't sub myself on. It's like fuck, this is, I can't handle this. My ankle's fucked. I can't do it. So anyway, hmm. yeah, that's that's my that's my career arch. Nice. Uh, I'll go next. I guess I will uh, again stick to reality with the youth career. It was just like you know, my my school because you know I grew up out of the country. Didn't really have clubs per se. So anyway, yeah, Wensdale oh. High School, Wensdale Secondary School. Is it the called cheese it? eaters. Yes. Ah. <laughs> good enough for multiple Dawsons to make it into the uh, professional world. So good enough nice. for me. And that one that played for Tottenham in England and what have you. And his brothers. And um, <laughs> from there, first pro club, uh, you know, get picked up by the local team. I'll go play for Darlington. Hooray. Uh, delightful. Good times there. Uh, crossover at that point, you know, you're looking for something maybe getting a bit bigger. I'm going to go play for Brentford. You, know, you want to go see a, a big city and everything. You're going you know? to London? Yes. Oh, my God. I thought you wouldn't it's... go south of Luton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brentford was uh, my, my grandfather's 
uh, like team that he supported as uh, a boy. And, you know, it's not one of the big obnoxious London clubs. I'm going with like current day Brentford, like championship rather than yeah, yeah. Yeah, traditional yeah. third division, occasionally fourth division Brentford. So championship Brentford to cross over. Uh, dream club at this point, you know, let's, let's get away from the little Englander thing and move to the continent. Uh, Granada. I lived there for a while. I really enjoyed Granada. I want to go and live there again. They're currently-ish in the prim- in the Primera League, I think. La Liga. So, uh, you know, Granada. That'd be good. And then where am I at here? That's the Dream Club. Big contract. Uh, well, you know, most of the you, you, you really big contracts to teams are really fucking obnoxious. But uh, I'll go Paris Saint-Germain. Yeah, they're obnoxious. They're but really it'd obnoxious. Be a, Yes, it'd be, it'd be a, a good place to live. You know, that's uh, important. Uh, okay, last shot. I'm uh, going to move back home, go play for Leeds, uh, who are by now back in the uh, in the Premier League and doing very well. Of course. Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. Um, one for the heart. You know what? Again, let, let's explore and go things. I'm going to go play for uh, like some club uh, in uh, Reykjavik. Uh, which club exactly? Uh, let's see. We're going with Natchbierrekivrekikur. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce that. Hopefully, oh, I'll, hopefully I'll learn it when I'm there. Yes, KR. <laughs> yeah, they've got, yeah. a, they've yeah. got a good old time with football and the logo and everything. Yes, oh. I have one of their scarves. Fucking Glory yeah. Hunter here going for KR. Jesus right? Christ. Right? Uh, seriously. Yes. Uh, and then their retirement, it's like, yeah, you know, I always kind of wanted to go to Australia. So, fuck it, let's go and play for... Uh, yeah. <laughs> some, some random Australian uh, team. Wollongong and, Wolves. Uh, there you go. Ah, <laughs> oh, you didn't even let him make the A League. But they're like the oldest team. It is in retirement. Team. Come this on. Is, this is retirement. I'm fine with that. You know. Wow. Very, know. Yeah. Pick, 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 we might as well have chosen the Oakley Cannons. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, but I'm going to go with uh, somewhere in the Sydney. What are the uh, the Sydney teams called? Then Sydney Wanderers. FC. Yeah, Sydney there FC or the Wanderers. Yeah, Those the are your Wanderers. two choices. Sydney FC. Oh, glory hunter. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, mine, of course, is. Well, it's just pretty funny because me and Duncan in our retirement years are going to end up playing each other. Yes. Yeah, I, I noticed that. Um, yeah. you, you two just can't stay apart. Aww. Aww. Statler and Waldorf for life. Um, mm. So my youth club, this is a bit of alternate timeline, if they'd had a, a, a women's side, which they, of course, didn't, uh, the London Lasers. So maybe the Laserettes. I don't know. Um, mm. But the London Lasers. Rap. Yep. Uh, first pro club, I went on a journey. And uh, unsurprising to most, I went to play for Tirana AS, Ooh. which is uh, one of the first women's sides uh, in Albania. Albanian um, ladies. You know it. Uh, and then I crossed over to uh, the Netherlands and played for VV Alkmaar, which is uh, it's the women's club in the women's uh, Eredivisie that is not affi- affiliated with a men's club. Oh, hey, uh, cool. So yeah, exactly. We stand on our own. Uh, it was and it was you know it was good times. I loved it there, but. Uh, you know, a little too, a little too chill. So my, my dream club came calling. Of course, I went to play for uh, Spurs ladies. Um, that was just thrilling. Uh, I love losing to Arsenal all the time. It's fun. Um, after several years, though, of again, of not winning anything, a uh, big contract called and surprising. Uh, you know, I, I'm enjoying some of our crossovers. I, too, went to PSG. 
because uh, yeah, the PSG women, they win stuff, man. So mm. I went you for the may, money you, and for you the You guys glory. may have been on the same poster. It's, it's quite possible. <laughs> I can't uh, release. That's, that's how you get them with the, the, the pasty white North Americans. It's, it's good times. Mm. Um, my last shot after that, a little bit of glory, I decided I wanted to be back in North America. Um, really, I uh, was lured in by the sweet, sweet kits, so the Chicago Red Stars. Yeah, you were. Uh, and, and the deep dish. Deep dish oh, well, pizza, too. No. Oh, uh, good stuff. Yeah. Mm. Um, after that, you know, that, that only lasted uh, a, a short while, um, had a couple good seasons, and then, you know, it's winding down. Decided to, to cross the pond one more time and go team my heart from my childhood, the first team I ever paid any attention to um, when I used to follow box scores, uh, or at least the men's side, uh, Peterborough United, the posh ladies, uh, because I lived in Peterborough as a child, and I was like, hey, what's this all about? Uh, and then... After that, posh ladies, posh ladies, yes, posh ladies, you know it. Uh, doesn't that just scream me? Come on now. <laughs> um, and then in the end, I decided to retire back in uh, the province of my birth because uh, by this time, surely there's a women's side for Pacific FC, so I will be uh, out there. Mm. The starfish ladies, you know, it. <laughs> <laughs> dear god, uh, so yes. So there we go. Well, it's wonderful kind of fun. The crossover is pretty funny. I know. Yeah, that's good. Um, where, where, where the the paths? Yeah, the diversion. Only you and only you and Mark never uh, really cross paths. It's true. Yeah, probably mm. in the Netherlands well, at the same time. Yeah, maybe. And and then you know, like same you know, Cam Piel, just different parts of it mm. at the end. Mm. You know, London, you know, London Lasers, we may have, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, so those are our, uh, our football careers. And I, I think, you know what? What storied careers we have all led. Um, well chosen and interestingly chosen, everybody. Well, that is, that's our show for this week, you guys. No one chose is... MLS. Shame. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I thought for sure Mark Hinckley's uh, fucking last shot would be FC Dallas. Yeehaw. No. <laughs> I own them. Wow. I don't want to play for them. That's a high level of offense there. No. God, what kind of a backwards fucking asshole did you take me for? I mean, <laughs> do you even know me, sir? Yeah. Do you even know me? Yeah, exactly. We talked about this in Marseille. I know. You and your terrible fucking knees. Jesus. Yeah, I know. Do you want to play in the turf? I, was, I, was like, I don't want to play in the turf. I was like, you should, uh, you should uh, go to uh, Dallas Burn. Go Dallas burn in the sun, I told you. <laughs> I'm off to Fiorentina. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, it's fine. All right. That's our show for this week. I don't know why I turned um, French while I was in Marseille, but I didn't. Oh, no, either. It was really interesting. I started smoking uh, Galoisie. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know, right? I, 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 I can picture. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm going to point to the name on the back of my shirt like, motherfucker, you know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm talking of this whole thing. I mean, like, I don't know if you like noticed, I saw just this afternoon, it's the latest, was it the Footy Show podcast, whatever it is, you know, James Sherman and those people. Apparently Ben Washeru was on, uh, he's, he's been on something somewhere recently anyway. so I, Yes, I, he was on that. He, I haven't had a chance yes. to listen yet. Why but... didn't you he, reach out to him? He did talk about the... Uh, he did talk about the incident of meeting a, a famous a fan in the airport. It was, uh, <gasps> wow. 
You put, it, it, put it all down. Yeah, you all thought it was lying, didn't you? Le Roxanne. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Mm. You don't I have like to. Animosity. You don't have, have to, to listen for sure now. You don't have to believe me. I know it happened. So. I wish our show's owner was reaching out to players like Ben Lasheru. Uh. Fair. So that's our show for this week, as she says for the third fucking time. Uh, please join us next week when we talk about, I don't know, things. And interview special guests. Yes. Oh, sure. I thought you had something lined up. Um, no, you, all right. you, you could pretend to be Benoit Sheru for an hour, Tony. And, and That's true. I did play in Marseille. We can all interview you. <laughs> It'd be fantastic. I, there we go. I, I there's, there's a to solid talk plan. about an uh, incident with my Samsonite and Ginger Boy. <laughs> oh, that's the only reason we brought you on. That's what we wanted to talk about. Exactly. Oh. Don't spoil it. Um, all right. I have been joined by the entire <laughs> Vocal Minority Podcast panel. Uh, at Duncan D. Fletcher on the Twitter is Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Bonjour. Uh, out there on the Twitterverse at Malarkey FC, Mr. Walshy Walsh. I mean, it's not like he was there for the birth of my child, so. Wasn't he? <laughs> As for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. Uh, until next week, Canada, get used to it. Welcome to Mark Hinkley. Oh, God. Sorry, hang on. Someone's got to call on line one. Yeah. I was going to say, oh, my God, important news. Long time listener, first time caller. Tell them they won the prize. I don't think that works. All right, let's try this again. Hmm. Aww.